Hello and welcome to the Pokemon and a podcast where we talk about everything Pokemon related, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Pokemon reviews, Pokemon game info, and just all around having a good time with Pokemon. Hey, this episode, as you can hear in the background, it sounds pretty loud and we have a special video coming up later of some of our favorite Pokemon. What do they do, Anami? Bowling! Yes, the Pokemon will be bowling today, and hopefully you guys enjoy it. That video will be on YouTube as soon as I piece it together and edit it and all that other fun stuff. But, just like always, the first bit of our show is... What comes first in the show, Emma? Um, Pokey Minute? <laughs> Pokey News? Oh, Pokey News. Yes, so join us in a minute for Pokey News, hopefully with a little less noise in the background. <laughs> And welcome back to the podcast. It is time for the news segment, huh, Ami? Yes. And with that, um, part of the news and what we're going to talk about our roundtable discussion is there's a new Pokeholic in the house. You can probably hear her right here. Say hi to everybody. <coughs> yep, that is Maya Lily. She was born this month. And she is a new addition to the podcast. Well, not always, because I don't think people want to hear a baby screaming. So with that, I am going to pause it, and we're going to give her a bottle, and be right back. Okay, now that this baby has a bottle, we are going to talk about the actual Pokemon news, huh? Yeah. So this summer has been a really eventful summer for Pokemon Go, right? Yeah, not only the... Legendary birds are out, Ho-Ho and Zapdos and Alucuno and one more Pokemon I forgot. <laughs> yes, but they also uh, introduced just this week the other new legendaries, huh? The three dogs? Yes, they're dogs, I think. If I had to guess, they're dogs. Raikou, N-T, and Sid? I think it's soon. Sisserine, the dog with the big hair. Yes, and all three of them are available in EX Raid Battles, right? Yes. So with that, there's these three, and then the standard raid bosses that you can run into, like the Tyranitar still, like um, the uh, various other Pokemon, along with the previous legendaries. I think they're going to make it more so that there's events that happen, that uh, these guys will be available to fight. But right now, you should be seeing them in the wild. So get your team together and uh, bring a lot because they have a lot of CP, like 40,000, 50,000 each. So you need a lot of fighting power to knock these things out. Okay. Now, um, eggs. Now we're going to talk about eggs. So what about, e what about eggs, Ami? They're going to have... Um, ultra rare for uh, every egg. So yes, the big news article with the eggs is that <laughs> people didn't hear that little burp. That was a little baby just burping after I gave her a bottle. So they also have um, the Silk Road. It's a uh, website in which, or a Tumblr, uh, not Tumblr, I think it's a Reddit, uh, where individuals who love Pokemon Go get together and they work to Figure out the game a little bit more. And usually I do not uh, go to the website because there's a lot of, like, uh, backwards 
uh, engineering of the Pokemon AKP and that kind of stuff. Uh, so they get information that's like before it's supposed to come out. But with this one, they did a deep dive on eggs. And they come to find out that there are new um, uh, rates in which uh, people hatch. <laughs> so close. Um, and also, they've identified that there is also two new tiers. There is like an ultra rare tier and like a super rare tier. Um, the super rares fall in the the uh, 5k eggs, and then there's also some uh, ultra rares in the 10k eggs. Um, there's a huge breakdown on the Silph Road's website, a lot, of, uh, a lot of information to get into here, but they really, really did their homework. They did a lot of uh, digging into this. Uh, I think they hatched over like 5,000 eggs to get this data, and it's really neat. So if you're a Pokemon Go fan, hop on the Silph Road website and uh, read about the new uh, eggs. Who are you excited to get in an egg, Ami? I'm excited to get Zapdos. Yes, he is one of the new 10K Ultra Rares. Mm-hmm. Another one is uh, another one in the 10K Ultra Rares is um, Snorlax. Yes, Snorlax. So also in the the other ones, they've added a lot of the Gen 2 starters, so that way you can kind of finish up those evolution trees if you don't have them yet. So, on to a little bit more news. Um, on the official Pokemon website, uh, they are really doing a lot of updates to some of the games. So, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Shuffle because... Um, it, hit their it is their second anniversary? Yes, their second anniversary. So, they added a ton of free content. Um, lots of hearts. You can get like 30 hearts. You can get like extra um, coins, or not coins, extra gems. And also a bunch of new kind of like special battles and unique battles that you can do. Um, go ahead. And in 15 minutes you can, you, uh, you can do how many battles you want and with no hearts. Uh, yes, there's like special... Um, items for sale and there's a lot of like trial items like one of them is uh, uh you don't expend hearts when you play for 15 minutes and various other things but yeah if you've taken a break from shuffle for a long time they've added a ton of stuff even there's a lot of special like you can battle ultra beasts now in it and catch those and they've really done a lot um i hadn't played pokemon shuffle before this update and in a month i'm already up to like a level 165 and I have almost 200 Pokemon caught. And that's kind of like special stages and unique like weekend stages that they do and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, get on Pokemon Shuffle and play it. Also, it looks like just today, on the 5th of September, they launched a huge update to Pokemon Duel. I haven't played Pokemon Duel in a while because I was playing it on my phone. And I broke my phone and I got a new one. And I lost all of my previous data. And I didn't feel like starting over. But for those that want to play Pokemon Duel, it's really kind of like a cool board game that you play online against people. Kind of like chess with Pokemon. It's really fun. So give it a whirl. It's a good game to play. So on to the next segment. Um, um, a new um, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Mouse shadows. <laughs> so, so what Ami is trying to say is she's looking at this uh, news article that came out. 
Marshadow is going to be at GameStop come October. So October 9th through 23, you can get your local code or your codes to unlock Marshadow. Just like a lot of the other special codes, um, it'll be level 50. And um, he has his Z crystal with him immediately. So yeah, if, um, really cool looking Pokemon. He's kind of neat. They talked about releasing him a while ago, but now it looks like we have an official date. Um, the last bit of news, as everyone knows, it is the big 20 anniversary this year. And there's been a lot of kind of cool, fun stories that come out. And this one is from comicbook.com. And it was talking specifically about how Pikachu became the face of Pokemon. What do you think, Ami? How do you think he became the face of Pokemon? He... Well, I don't know. What is so special about Pikachu? He can shoot lightning. <laughs> yes, but in the original game, Pikachu was sort of a rare Pokemon, and a lot of people knew about him, but he wasn't very easy to catch. So when the original script from the writers at um, uh, Game Freak went to the animation company, um, the animation company pitched the idea that Pikachu should be the lead, and Game Freak thought it was a cool idea. So otherwise, Pikachu wouldn't have been the, the star of the show. They would have went with the original script, which they didn't say what it was. Also, the original animation company thought instead of using like the terrible sounds that came out in the Game Boy games for the sounds of the Pokemon, to have the Pokemon say their name. And it's like an iconic thing for the Pokemon franchise, right? I really like when they say their names. And sometimes it's funny. Yeah, it, that's what Pokemon is known for. Like the Pokemon are like, Pikachu, Pika, Pika, right? They, it's not just like, wah, wah, kind of sounds or whatever. And I think... Um, the original animation studio really did a neat job in pitching the idea, and it's kind of like been a cornerstone of the franchise ever since, right? I think it'll be boring if they just say, "Yeah." It kind of gives them personality. They can do a lot more when they actually say their name than just growls and grunts and roars and stuff like that. Yeah, Tyrannosaurus sometimes roars because it's Tyrannosaurus. I think he's saying the his middle of his name, roar. Tyrannador! Oh, oh. Or Tyrannador! Wabafet! <laughs> but that's it for the news this month. Um, one little piece of programming note, I guess it goes with the news. They're getting ready to launch yet another expansion for the card game so the next month i'm going to be working diligently to get as many coins as possible so we can do another big big unpacking whenever the new uh expansion launches which i think is sometime in october so stay tuned for that on our official youtube channel but with that it is time for pokemon sun and moon reveal And welcome back to the Poke Minute. It is time for the Sun and Moon Rundown. And thankfully, since a little baby is sleeping, we can go ahead and do this pretty quick. Right, Ami? Yes. So, we have four episodes reviewed this month, huh? Yes. And we might as well get right into it. The first episode is Sun and Moon number 37, Iwanko and the Guardian Deity of the Runes of Life. So what happened? So, Iwanko is battling. Mm, what was it? 
Tape Coco? Um, Battles, the Walk uh, Gym Leader. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then what happens? Uh, he gets, uh, he fights one of them. Then, um, Violet was holding him and he didn't like it. So he kicked Violet and he got knocked out. Oh, no. And then? And then, Iranko's evolution, um, that the other person has, um, ha- uh, they used a D-move, but Iranko blocked. Oh, wow. So he blocked, was it Lycanthrop? The dusk form or the day form? The day form. No, it's he did. Oh, midnight form. And so who is he battling? He's battling the daytime form of the rock gym leader. Okay, and then what happened? And then they win, and then a weird glow is in the sky by the sun screen, and then he evolves into the dusk form. Yes, but I thought there was something to do with like the 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 guardian spirit, right? Like the two, the the day form and the night form, were both helping Iwanko out, correct? Yeah. Uh huh. He gets battled by Tapu Lule. Yes, Tapu uh, Lule. And he gets knocked out, and then she realizes that it's Iwanko. And then he kisses, he kisses both Iwanko's Midnight's home and Daytime form. And Ash, too. Yeah, and Ash. And then she, um, she steals a little bit of health. Yeah, I think she takes a little bit of all of their energy, and she gives it to Ash's Iwanko right at sunset, right? Yeah. And then what happened? Then he evolves into the dusk form. It isn't cute anymore. Yes. I guess that was one of the the disappointing things about this episode is that, um, yeah, it's cool. They're showing the new uh, Pokemon evolutions from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but the dusk form of Iwanko is not cute. Like, Iwanko or Rough Rock is such a cutie, and now he's not cute at all. I wish he didn't evolve. I wish Wally evolved instead. <laughs> yep. So, what would you give this uh, episode? Out of one out of five Iwankos, what would you give this one? Two. <laughs> Just two Iwanko. Oh, four Iwanko. All right, moving on to episode number 38. And this one, actually, Emma would probably like to talk about a little bit. The episode is called Mimikyu's Disguise. So, Emma, what happened in this one? Do you remember? Um, Mimikyu ripped his costume. So, Mimikyu ripped his costume. How? I don't know. (coughs) Weren't they attacked by birds? Yeah, they were attacked by birds. All because... uh, Jesse bought donuts, right? Yeah, that's why. And then they got ripped. Then Jesse didn't want to look. Wait, then wait, wait, why? I thought it was because um they went flying and then they ripped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's right. 
Yeah, and then... um. <laughs> so they went flying and then it ripped and Jessie didn't want to look. So instead she went and bought a donut and she ate the donut. Oh, the bird stole the donut, but then Mimikyu used the donut bag as his costume, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Jesse went shopping, and James and Meowth and Wobbuffet remembered that she had the wallet. <laughs> and she was going to spend all the money? Yeah, and she only had one penny left after. Uh, no, she used that one penny to get the donut. And then the bird stole the donut again. Yeah, but then she, uh, well, she was done stitching Mimikyu's costume. Because during her shopping spree, she kept trying to find new costumes for Mimikyu, and none of them looked right, right? Mm-hmm. And while she is shopping for that, she's like, oh, this looks cute. I'm going to buy this. Oh, that looks good. I want this and this. And then what happened to Mimikyu? Um, he got mad. <laughs> of course he got mad. But then what happened? Did he get his costume back? Um, Yeah. Well, not that. Not when that happened, but he did get his costume back. Well, what did he get mad about? Wasn't there like a big inflatable... Um, Pikachu. And um, the kids really liked it, so um, he tried bringing his costume out to join the kids. Oh, and then what happened with the kids? Were they scared? No, they're just not looking. Ah, uh, so again, it kind of gets into the idea of this... Poor Mimikyu and how he just wants a friend, but everyone loves Pikachu instead, huh? Mm-hmm. So then what happens? So then she buys one donut instead of two. She always bought two, but now she only bought one because she only had 25 cents. And did she give anything to Mimikyu? Uh, she gave her the Mimikyu costume, but the birds told it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. No, the costume. And then Jessie got it back on top of the roof. And then she fell off the roof and landed on the giant Pikachu. Uh-huh. And it popped. Uh-huh. And that's what happened with the episode? Uh-huh. And then James and Meowth came back and they were like, Oh, no, you found the money. <laughs> yeah, she spent all their money, so they're broke again. Then, um, Beware came and then picked them up and then put them back into the hideout. Even though they weren't flying through the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, and that's it for the Mimikyu's Disguise. I thought it was a cute episode, but it really kind of gives you a little bit more in-depth about the poor, poor Mimikyu and how he just wants a friend, huh? Yeah, and still looking creepy. I don't think he looks creepy. He's cute. Yeah. And I think Jesse is starting to realize that he is a poor little Mimikyu. Yep. So, out of five Mimikyus, what would you give this? One to five Mimikyus. Um, maybe five. Four. So, Emma gives it a five. Ami gives it a four. All right, moving on. Okay, they both give it a five. So, I guess they both really enjoyed this episode. All right, so, Sun and Moon number 39 is Ma- uh, now Mao's Runaway. She ran a uh, mouse run away from home and Yadi Yutin. Yadi Yutin. So basically, what happened? Why did she run away? That's kind of weird. Because um, there's like a TV group that came to their store. They have a store. 
um, they have a restaurant and the Mel, um, uh, what was her name again? Um, Mel, Mel's dad, um, gave her too much work. Oh no, was it like a reality TV show and they were filming at his restaurant? He got carried away because he loved it. Uh, this was their time. And us and his friends were gonna see it. So they um, went to Mel's store, but they're done when she ran away. Oh no. And what happened? Um, she tripped. And then she rolled. She like fell down a hill? Yeah, she fell down the hall. And then the Pokemon got her. And we didn't talk about this part. She gave um her Pokemon um a good cookie. <laughs> okay, so she gave her a good cookie and then she ran away and ran down a hill. And then what happened? And then a Pokemon got her. And then he put them, uh, her in a, like a little store that is like, uh, that he served like a really good drink. Oh, and then she was working in that store? And um, she dropped that cookie when she was going down the hill. Oh, no. So anyways, so she's working in the store, and then what happens? Um, Then Ama Michael, the Pokemon that is her best friend, um, found her. And, then and that's the one that she gave the good cookie to? Yeah. It's shaped like her face. <laughs> that's cute. And then uh, she helped him make more. And then um, everybody else found her, and then they went home. Okay. Did she make up with her dad? Did her dad apologize for making her work so much? Uh, yes. Yes. But um, so this is the person um, Mal um, was with was uh, um, her dad's teacher? Oh, really? So her dad, Sensei, had a nice little restaurant that had really good drinks? Yeah. Ah, so one out of five uh, mouse-shaped cookies, would you give this one? Um, maybe four. Three. A four. All right, we have a split decision, so we'll say a 3.5. Yeah. Okay, and then this last episode, SM40, is Ami's super favorite, right? Mm-hmm. Emma hasn't watched it. Well, Emma, you'll just listen to what happened. So, Ami, tell us what happened. What is the name of it first? Ashimaru. Ashimaru. Ashimari, Osamari, and the Acre Dadrian. <laughs> so. So, what happened? Um, so. So, 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 what happened? Yeah, it's all about Ashimari, right? Yeah. So, Sweden and Ashimari have been practicing water type Z moves, right? With the super aqua tornado. Yeah. And, um, they keep messing up. He got, uh, Ashimari got too dizzy. Oh, because he had to spin so fast. Yeah, and then they heard, like, um, clapping and bubbles, um, pink and yellow and some other colors, bubbles. 
and it was Osmani and someone else. Was it Osmani? The evolution of Ashimari? Yeah, Osmani. And it was the performer type Pokemon, right? Yeah, idol type Pokemon. And then, um, they met up, and she said, "Can you teach us how to do it? Um, your Z move." And then she said, yeah, so. And then uh, first you need a, um, then she said, first you need to practice your bubbles. Mm-hmm. So then they keep practicing and practicing bubbles. And eventually her bubbles work, right? They get stronger. Yes. And in the meantime, one of the friends of the individual who does the, uh, who had the evolution of Ashimari, um, they were trying to search for a special, um, I think it's like a mysterious droplet or some kind of special water crystal, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So they take their boat and they go out to the ocean and they find it. But instead of finding... Oh, they find the water crystal, but there is also the uh, ghost water type Pokemon that looks like an anchor, right? Yeah, and then it tries to uh, save it. But it can't. Yeah, Demise is the name of the Pokemon. It's a little scary. So anyways, did they end up beating him? Did they get the item? What happened? He, They got the item, and then the boy uh, that helps the girl. Yeah, I think his name was Dan. Yeah, Dan got it on the girl. The date, uh, the, um... Boyfriend, girlfriend, or something? No, they're... Marriage? Uh-huh, they're married. <laughs> oh, they're married, huh? So anyways, everyone's safe. Um, They get the droplet, and they give it to Sweden? Or who who gets the droplet? The girl. Ah. And did Ashimari ever figure out how to do a Z-move? Uh-huh. They used it against the secret. The demise? Yeah, the demise. So everything was all done. So how, what do you say? Was it a good episode? Uh-huh. All because of your water type? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And what do you give it? One out of five bubbles. Ten. You give it ten bubbles, huh? <laughs> well, that's it for this month's Sun and Moon Rundown. I hope you all enjoyed it. Next is our roundtable discussion where we are going to be talking specifically about baby-type Pokemon since we do have a baby in the house. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. And welcome back to the Poke Minute Roundtable Discussion. We re- Okay, so a little bit of a programming note. We recorded this last night. Um, I don't know what happened, but it didn't save correctly. So we got about two minutes in. We recorded a whole like 30-minute thing about top 15 baby Pokemon. And we lost it all. Which, either way, it's early in the morning. Ami sitting here half awake, right Ami? And we are going to redo this, huh? Mm. Well, it gives us a chance to do a pokey closer, too. And Emma really likes to do the pokey closer, huh? Yes. We ready? Top. So the the theme of this week's, we said in the news, uh, Little Lily was born on the 7th of August. So 
Um, we thought it'd be fun to talk about the baby. They're actually worth it. And we're just going to go over the top five because it is early and Ami is kind of sleepy. Number one. So, without further ado, the top five on Screen Rant's baby Pokemon list. So, number five is, is Cleffa. Cleffa is number five. What do you think about that? Okay, she is cute, though. Yeah, and the reason they ranked Cleffa as number five, um, and just like a lot of the entries on the list, it was uh, Cleffa was introduced in Gen 2 as a pre-evolution, but rather than being a standalone, it joined the lineage of Clefairy and Cleffable to make a three, uh, a three-tier um, evolution tree, which is always good when you're trying to um, level them up for stats. When you have a lower level one, they're or a, a lower evolution, their stats increase at different rates. So you can always hold back that evolution until you get the stats you want, and then you can turn them into a Clefairy and eventually um, a, a Clefable. So um, the reasons, other reasons why is um, it gains Sing early. Uh, it uses moves like Sweet Kiss, Encore, Copycat, and even better, the little fairy type also learns Grass Attack, which is kind of cool. Uh, Magical Leaf, which hits every single time, which is kind of neat. Mm. Uh, additionally, you can give them TMs like Solar Beam, Fire Blast, and a perfect partner to sing, Dream Eater. Dream? Yeah, if a Pokemon is asleep, you use Dream Eater on them and it does a ton of damage. Oh. So, that's kind of a fun combo, especially since he's a star shape, you can put him to sleep and Okay, on to number four. Mm. Number four is someone that you really like, right? Riolu. Riolu. Again, if you're uh, Riolu is another one that was introduced. Um, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say when it was introduced. Type. Um, yeah, reversal counter, but you can add in a ton of TMs to this one. So you can add ghost moves to him. You can add poison moves to him. Turns into Lucario, he's got a unique move set which helps you kind of even your team out a little bit more, especially when you're trying to fight competitively. Okay. Who's number three? Smoochum. Smoochum. I personally don't like Smoochum. I think he's he or she is weird looking, but <laughs> um, Smoochum. Uh, she, ranked number three, just because uh, not only is she a psychic type, but she's got a huge range of abilities. So early on, she gets moves like Confusion and Snow Powder, um, which gives way to Psychic and Blizzard later on. And then she also knows strong moves, again, like Copycat, Parish Song. Um, so if you train her right, I guess she's really good. I just think the art or character design is, I don't know. What do you think? Mm, I like her hair, but I don't like her lips. <laughs> I think that kind of sums up Smoochum. All right, number two is... Mime Jr.? Yes, Baby Mr. Mime, or Mime Jr., I guess. He's another psychic type. Um, he, uh... The reason he is so good is he learns... Um, but right off the bat, he comes with confusion, and he learns copycat at level four, which is really early. Um, so, against like if you 
put him in right after somebody uses a big move and knocks out one of your opponents or one of your Pokemon and you bring in Mime Jr. and hit him with Copycat right away, especially if his speed is fast. Like You can one-shot people pretty easy with this little baby. Mm. He also it, uh, gets things like Psybeam and Psychic, and he gets a lot of uh, uh, useful defensive moves. Uh, additionally, he gets Dark and Electric TMs that he can learn, so he's got a really versatile move set before you evolve him into Mr. Mime. And he likes tomato berries. <laughs> and he likes tomato berries? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. So, um, before we hit number one, we'll go honorable mentions. Uh, also on this list was Pichu coming in at sixth, as a Meryl or uh, Azuril coming in at seven. Um, uh, somebody that I was kind of surprised was on the top. 15 was Togepi, but if you think of it, the only way to get like Togenic and Togekiss are through the evolution tree. I don't think you can really catch, you probably can catch them somewhere, but um, for the most part, it is hatching that little Togepi egg and, and leveling those guys up, right? Yeah, it is cute. Yeah, I know Togepi was really excited yesterday that he was on the list, but since Emma is sleeping and Togepi sleeps with Emma, he's not down here right now. Um, but yeah, it's a cool list. Go check it out. It, the link will be in the description. But without further ado, number one. Who's number one, Ami? Mm, Munchlax. Munchlax. It says, don't let his size fool you. Munchlax is every bit as powerful as a Snorlax. Uh, he wasn't introduced until Diamond and Pearl, but he learns moves like Body Slam by level 25. Um, he learns rock moves. And he also learns a last resort at level 57, in case you weren't born with it or you deleted it to begin with. Uh, on top of that, it can learn TMs from almost every type, including dark type uh, or ghost type attacks like Shadow Ball, water types like Surf, and uh, ground type moves like Earthquake. <clears throat> so once it evolves into Snorlax and gets all of that hit point pool that it gets, he can really be a strong defensive power to your team huh mm-hmm. so um which baby pokemon are your favorites uh let us know send us an email right yeah it's mine is Yolu. is it i think pichu is really cute yeah Azu, Azu, well it's azurl Meryl and Azra Meryl. Azra Meryl? I think that's second. The little baby mouse? Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cute. I know if Emma was down here, I know what she would say. Egglybuff. Oh, I thought she was going to say Alekid. No. Yeah, I can't lie to you guys. Emma loves her Egglybuff, which you can actually see on our bowling video. Egglybuff going crazy, right? Yeah. So check out that stuff, and we will be back in a second with the Pokey Closer whenever Emma wakes up. Okay, and as many listeners know, that that music means that it's the end of the show, and it's time for our Pokey Closer, where every month we go over one Random Pokemon of the Week from Suribinet, and we are treated with special guest appearance from some of the Pokemon around our house. 
this month's Pokemon that we're going to talk about actually ties into one of the episodes, right, Emma? <laughs> Which episode was it? Was it the one with... Um, Oh, you weren't watching that episode. It was the one with uh, Ashimari or uh, Poplio. Uh, I didn't watch it. Yes. So this month's uh, Pokemon that we are going to talk about is Demise. Demise is a sea creeper Pokemon. It swings its massive anchor. It can knock out whale lords in a single blow. Whale lords are pretty huge, huh? Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who's here visiting? Poo do you know anything about whale lords? Uh, nothing. You know, you think they're a big whale. Anyways, what appears to be green seaweed is actually its body. The soul of the seaweed adrift in the waves becomes reborn as this Pokemon. It maintains itself with an infusion of seabed debris and seaweed. What do you think about that, Poopoo? Uh, I do like it. Actually, he was on the top ten list, huh? What is, who, who are you? Riolu. Riolu, what are you doing here? What do you have to say about uh, Demise? Do you think you can take him in a fight? Mm, not on the water, but I think I can get him on the, on the out of the sea. Mm, well, good luck with that. Poopoo, do you have any other thoughts about him? I first had to Pokemon You're still hunting Pokemon in Pokemon Go, huh, Poopoo? Hey, what, do you, what are your thoughts about not being on the top ten list? Well, you gotta learn some new moves, and maybe you can make the top ten list next time, huh? Okay, and with that, everyone, thanks for listening. We'll see you next month. I think we're going to do a big uh, pack opening again next month, so i got to start saving coins in-game for the card game also i think every weekend we might do a skit and upload it to our youtube channel so uh stay tuned for that we might do a little bit more on that because it's kind of fun and easy to do i don't think i'm going to do as much editing as the bowling episode but uh it's still a good time huh guys yeah it's fun yeah it's really fun and with that make sure you check out the email address and send us an email if you enjoyed the podcast also like, subscribe, hit us up on uh, YouTube and all that other fun stuff. And with that, what do you guys say? Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.